everyone to the loudest podcast, loudest podcast on the internet. I'm your host, Mysterios Kokonos. With us, as always, is Sarancha. Hello. I'm going to tell you, I learned a couple of things over Christmas, over the Christmas holiday rancher. You want to hear a couple of things I learned? Yeah, tell me, please. Number one, kids are not interested in the McNugget Buddies at all. The McNugget Buddies is in the uh, adult Happy Meal toy. Look, I don't know that it is explicitly called the adult Happy Meal. <laughs> it's okay. the adult Happy Meal. I, well, I haven't seen that on any of the advertising. It's after like the rappers. Okay, so they did the Travis Scott box, right? Yeah. If that would have come with the Travis Scott Nugget Buddy. McNugget Buddy, please. Yeah, forget about it. That would have been great. They would have been so much more interested in that. They liked the meme. They liked the, it was funny that Travis Scott had a meal and it was just, and everybody made fun of it because it's just like standard McDonald menu items. But if you added this toy in there, they really uh, swung and missed with this. Well, think about and then we could have had Cardi be an offset as little McNugget buddies going on little dates. That would have been pretty cool. Yeah, that could have been collectible. Are you kidding me? You could have, do the Nuggets have fingers? The they McNuggets. don't, do they have fingers? McNugget buddies. Okay, and, uh, shut the fuck up. Stop. Do the Nugget buddies have fingers? McNugget buddies. And yeah, uh, I don't know that they have fingers. I know that the McNugget buddies, which are a Kerwin Frost, Kerwin White, Kerwin White. Kerwin Frost. Kerwin, the Kerwin Frost box. That's yes, right. It's called the Kerwin, Kerwin Frost. It's called the Kerwin Frost box. Now, look, this this made me very happy. So I'm like, I don't know who Kerwin Frost is, which must mean he's famous and popular with kids. And then when I asked Rancho, do you know who Kerwin Frost is? And you didn't know. I was like, oh, thank actually makes me feel even better. No one knows who this guy is. He's apparently a podcaster, a DJ. He's like a Harlem staple this guy. Am I describing him right? I have never heard of Kerwin Frost even one time in my entire life before this McDonald's thing. I like that there's an adult Happy Meal. I like that I can go get a 10-piece McNuggets and a little toy. And so it's Christmas time. All my nieces and nephews are there. And I go, hey guys, I, I brought something over that, that I think you're all going to be pretty excited about. And I actually think you guys might fight over these. So I want to lay some ground rules now. You can each have one, but like, let's all try to get along and share and collaborate with each other. And I was like, here they are. You know them, you love them. The Kerwin Frost McNugget Buddies. And my nieces and nephews were like, what are these? I was like, the, the McNugget Buddies, the McNugget, you know, the things we're all trying to collect. You know, we're all trying to collect all six of all, all the McNugget Buddies. I mean, surely you guys have seen these on TikTok. And they were like, we don't know what the McNugget Buddies are. We don't care what the McNugget Buddies are. We don't want to play with these. We're all going back to Minecraft. Okay, now let me ask you a genuine question okay. here. A genuine question. Yes. Let's put aside the fun benefit of fucking with them and fucking intentionally trying to annoy these children we okay. both know that's funny we yes. both know it's very funny to intentionally try to annoy children and say things like riz which at this point is ancient like if you say riz now to the kids they're gonna fucking murder you they they will cringe so hard they like lose an inch of their spinal column if they do it too many times they become big ed are you accusing me of rizzing them up about the McNugget Buddies? Of getting them all gassed up? My question to you is, did you genuinely, unironically, like, unjoking, stop the bit for a second, did you unironically think they would even recognize this, let alone care about it? Rancho, I'm actually going to kick this back to you. I've been honest this whole time. 
Do you think that I thought that my nieces and nephews would be impressed by the McNugget buddies? I think you know. I think you know you fucked up here. Of course I'll. I know I fucked up no, because think- they immediately told me that they didn't want to play with them. I brought all their hats. I brought all of their costumes. Like, I was like, oh, they'll be able to mix and match the hats. And then Uptown Mo can be wearing Darla's little helmet. And then Grandma Frost can be wearing Uptown Mo's little jacket. I assumed that kids would be excited about toys from McDonald's. What part of our entire reality would make you think that kids would not be excited to play with Happy Meal toys? Because it's the adult Happy Meal. But kids That's want they have better have. ones. They want they have better ones. The stereos they have Pikachu. You know what's in the regular Happy Meal right now? I'm pretty sure it's Shopkins. Those are so cute. They're collectible items. Like, I would much rather have a Shopkin, frankly. McNugget buddies are collectible. You can collect all So are Shopkins. Anything's collectible if you try hard enough. Exhibit A. Okay. All right. Look, I went to a lot of work. I have a broken leg. I packed up my little backpack with full of McNugget buddies. I brought them out. I displayed them. They really did treat me with like a mixture of pity and contempt for assuming that they'd want to do anything but play Minecraft. I'm going to give you another example. So my granny gives my uh, nieces and nephews Super Mario Wonder for Christmas. Gives them Super Mario Wonder. And uh, they light up their Nintendo Switch. They start playing Super Mario Wonder. And I'm like, oh, Uncle Asterius will play with you. I'll, I'll play Super Mario Wonder with you. Because, you know, you can do that thing where there's four people on screen at the same time, Rancho. Yeah. They're I all saw jumping it. up and down and they're all having a good time. It was cool. I've never seen my nieces and nephews closer to crying than when they had to play Super Mario Wonder. They didn't understand that, like, you can't touch the bad guys because all the bad guys are coated in poison. They couldn't really grasp running and having their characters run. And that would make them jump farther. And when they finally got to the flagpole, they were like, can we play Minecraft? <laughs> and I was so puzzled by, the, it, by like how a basic Super Mario game ruined their Christmas. How they were confused, enraged, and deeply depressed by these basic platforming mechanics. Rancho, is this me just being an old man boomer with his McNugget buddies? Do you think they have to have talks before, like, because uh, we had to have talks in my family on the car ride and the way to places to, like, not act like little shits? Like, do you think they have to have conversations? Your nieces in the car, like, all right, now when Uncle Stereos has whatever weird fucking thing he has that he's hyper fixated on, what are we going to do? Play Mario, right? Because we see him two times a year and it's only for two hours. That's right. And when we get home, what do we get to do? Play what we actually want to play. I'm seeing these kids playing Stardew Valley. Remember? Like a year or two ago, I told you how they were like stalking people in Stardew Valley. These people are building incredible worlds in Minecraft and creative mode. They made a Christmas wonderland. 
They made a Christmas tree and then put blinking lights on the Christmas tree using some sort of underwater phosphorescent stone. They don't get that you can't just run into a Goomba. I have no idea how I like lived through shit like you <laughs> when I was a kid. Like, cause now I'd just be high off my ass. Like I'm high off my ass right now. Yeah. I can barely handle this. I remember being a kid and going like to the holiday and listening to my aunts and uncles just fucking talk about goddamn fucking bullshit nothing at me for hours and I'd be like oh my god do you not like do you genuinely think that I'm interested in like what you're saying like what is going on here and I imagine like this is the 2024 version of that though I imagine it is better because they have phones now I don't know if they do they get yelled at when they're on their phones no too much no 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 I think parents at some point are just like yeah yeah okay Phones are great. I'm also on my phone all the time. Right. But See, I'm from a generation where we can only be on our phones like for a little bit. And then like we had, treat. first of all, we had limited things we could do on the phone. Because in my generation, we could not go on the internet. That was a luxury we could not afford was going on the internet on your phone. Your phone, because so you better fucking hope your friends were awake and not doing anything so you could talk to them and just beg them to entertain you, tell you anything from the outside world. And then your mom would come like bitch at you if you were on texting too much. I feel like what I'm asking for is not that much. It's a brand new game. Super Mario Wonder. <laughs> it's not like Super Mario Brothers 3 or Super Mario World or Super Mario 64. It's a brand new game that they specifically requested for Christmas. You think my mom, their granny, knows what Super Mario Wonder is and knows how cool it is that Nintendo decided to create a Mario game without like a defined release date and take level ideas and concepts from anyone in the company that like Super Mario Wonder kind of represents the harnessing of like every single creative molecule inside the entire Nintendo Corporation. You think my granny knows that? Granny don't know this. Granny saw it on an Amazon list and bought them the game. Wait, so they asked for the game and then they didn't want to play the game? Yeah. Well, they because they had other shit they wanted to play. Listen, listen, listen. I agree with you. It's a cool game. It's a cool game. They should be into it. I agree with you, Sid. The kids should be into this. However, I just want you to realize and acknowledge that you are now just the old man yelling about like, hey, why aren't you into this? This is what you should like. You damn kids. Get off my fucking lawn. Mario can glide. On a giant hat. Mario can turn into an elephant now. Can that, was that not always, all right, first of all, fuck you. Was that not always a possibility that he could turn into a raccoon or a rat or whatever? That's not a new mechanic. His tanuki suit is an established mechanic. But Mario gliding around on a huge hat and using his huge hat as a parachute. No, that is a new mechanic. Explain how Elephant Mario's new. Explain how that's different than the tanuki thing with the leaf. Because can he do that with the leaf too? Can he like glide? down from places with a leaf when he's in the little raccoon well, costume. I mean, okay. So Super fuck you. It's not a new mechanic. It's a it's brand reused. new mechanic. It's reused. Okay, no, no, no. It's new. Now, in Super Mario Brothers 3, he could touch the leaf, become a raccoon, then he could run for a long time and then jump and then fly and then eventually glide down. 
Now, this hat doesn't let you fly, but if you jump, you can glide down. The same thing with the feather. You, The feather actually would let you like fly through an entire level. You know how they say like chimps and humans have like 90% of the DNA? I feel like all of these mechanics share at least 40% of the DNA. They do, look, I'm not saying, look, they share the gliding, okay? Yes, 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 the gliding, but... It's a giant hat. They're hanging out for dear life. They're using their big hat as a parachute. And then you keep forgetting that Mario could turn into an elephant now. He could suck up water in his trunk. He could spit that water on people. You know how there's a fire flower? Yeah. Uh, Ever heard of an ice flower? No. That's new, baby. Okay, I've never heard of that one. But still, these sound very, very familiar. I'm not saying that these are the newest and greatest mechanics. The problem was just going to the left. All of them agreeing to go to the left and to not touch a Goomba. And when they jump on a turtle, they couldn't figure out that like, well, if you hold the button, you could carry the shell. I'm trying to explain to them like, you can carry the shell, but you gotta be careful because at some point the turtle inside will wake up. So like when it starts to blink, you gotta put the shell down or the shell that you're holding will kill you. The thing that interests me is that they didn't know what to do at all. And that's just weird to me because it's a very basic Super Mario Brothers game. I Do they just not like Super Mario Brothers game or are they just, I feel like they're more into like Mario Party and Kart and other accoutrements than like Mario Prime. It's just interesting to me that at some point the idea of a basic Mario Brothers game became impossibly frustrating for kids. <laughs> this was the game that came with the Nintendo Entertainment System. The Super Nintendo came with a Mario game. The N64, I don't think came with a Mario game, but everyone went out and bought the thing. The GameCube came with a Mario game. The Nintendo Switch, they don't really see it as like a Mario delivery system. I just think there's something kind of sad about that, don't you, Sarantia? What do you think's turning them off about it? Like, do you think they just think Mario's old or what? But Mario's been old for like a long time. Like they all loved that movie. They all went out and saw that Super Mario Brothers movie. They were crazy for that movie. Did it? Did people like that? I feel like I heard a little bit about it. Here's exactly everything I remember about the Mario movie. A, people finding out it's Chris Pratt. B, people speculating if he will do the Italian accent. C, the trailer coming out, him not doing the Italian accent and everyone being collectively disappointed and that's it i don't remember anything about like the actual movie or it being released or what it's about or people who liked it or hated it just the thing about the italian fucking accent that everybody was i guess just ready for it was an incredibly <laughs> successful film. I didn't know that. Million, it made millions and millions and millions of dollars. In China or here? Everywhere. Everyone loved the plucky plumber. You know, pasta power? How we're all hooked on the brothers? Everybody loves all this stuff. <laughs> what are kids? So kids, I feel like, so they're not into Mario. What are they? Do they no, do they are into Mario. Because they, just like you said, they like that he goes to parties. They like that he races carts. I'm sure some of them likes that he plays tennis. I'm sure some of them likes that he's a piece of paper. Regular vanilla running from left to right, jumping on a bad guy. 
It took me 20 minutes to explain what a butt stomp was. You know what? I blame I blame Nintendo for diluting the Mario brand so highly. You got him going to parties. You got him racing cars. They don't know to double tap and jump. They don't know to jump on top of the Goombas. They're used to taking this. They're used to Goomba being a member of their party. They are probably more used to <laughs> Bowser being a reluctant ally in a role-playing right. game. They, do, they literally don't know which one of these are enemies. Because you can play as all of them now. So there's a moment in Super Mario Wonder where uh, you touch a flower. And this is actually a kind of cool thing about this game. Like you touch a flower and then the whole world goes crazy. And so there's actually like two levels in each level. And so we touch a flower at one point and uh, then a bunch of star men pop out. They did not know what the star men were, that you should try to capture the star men, that the star men granted invincibility. Now you think they would because in the movie, the point of the movie is to get the Starman. And when Mario touches the Starman, you're invincible. When Mario Kart, when you touch the Starman and use the Starman, you're invincible. They could not connect these two things. I feel like we gotta get those kids tested then. Because if you don't know that you gotta get the big flashing, screaming colors in front of you, that's clearly like a defined object. I don't know how much, that's like video, that's not even video game one-on-one, it's like survival mechanism, like trace the eye patterns in a lab type of thing. Like I feel like an infant child could figure that out. They were just <laughs> uninterested in it. Ultimately, that's what this was. I'm sure if you told them they could have a cookie if they got the star, like I'm sure, okay? And I'm trying to explain to them, like, and when you get the Starman, you hear the song, dun 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 But then you have to be careful because when the song ends, I'm like, it only repeats itself this many times. And then so you you really want to make sure you're not near any enemies when you're running out of that invincibility. And then uh, one of them threw the uh, Nintendo Switch controller at me right in my forehead. Nice. And said... I'm going to play Minecraft in creative mode now. And then everyone else said, oh, I'm going to play Minecraft in creative mode They didn't now. know that was an option to and, just rage quit. And then they all pulled out different devices. Like someone pulled out a cell phone. Someone pulled out an iPad. Someone went on their mom's laptop. And they all, within seconds, created a server hopped on the server they're giving each other gifts they're all building houses so then i'm like okay all right all right look i'm gonna try to finally learn how to play minecraft so i'm like hey can i play too and then they're like yeah 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 and i'm like can one of you guys get me on and they're like what do you mean you don't know how to get on? i'm like can you can you get me on my i don't know how to get it. can you get me on yeah, minecraft it's silly pants because that's like showing up at a, an active like magic the gathering game being like hey can i play yeah can i just borrow cards from somebody like that's not how it works you have to have a minecraft account I, mean, I, I don't i just assumed you could go to like i'm not saying that i don't understand that you need i have a minecraft account well i have a microsoft account but uh, I was just like, I don't know how to find you. Where do I find you? How do I meet you? I, I, I didn't know that part. And so like my four-year-old niece grabs it, makes us friends on our gamer tags. And then I get in this world. I'm like, where are you people? Because it just like drops me in the middle of the ocean or something. 
They would not let me know how to find them. I kept being like, can you can you show me where to... And then finally, like, one of them, like, picks it up and types in some commands and teleports me where they are. And I'm trying to go in their houses to, like, see their houses. But they keep saying, like, you're destroying our houses with your pickaxe. Because I would go to the door and I would push the B button <laughs> to get into the house. And then they got so upset by this that they banned me from their Minecraft server. Because you're going and fucking attacking their houses because you don't know what buttons you're pressing. It's like, you remember that Family Guy bit the other day we saw of the horse? <laughs> like, it's time to, it's time to, you, I don't you have to work today? And the other horse is like, I work on Thursday. And the other horse says, dude, it is Thursday. And then the other horse says, oh, and then I know it just like glitches out and like smashes literally everything. In the room, that's exactly what you did. You showed up and they welcomed you in, and then you just started like hitting things. Look, I would have banned your ass too. In video- I would have done it sooner. In video games, usually you have to push a button to open a door. So I'm pushing the button to open the door. Eventually, they tell me after I've been banned. That all you got to do is just walk through the door. The door opens automatically. I don't know this. I'm trying to play along. Oh, that's funny that they didn't even tell you beforehand. So they didn't even understand. Like, thought you knew the rules. Like, So you just showed up and then started bashing on the door. And they were like, fuck this asshole. What is he doing? And banned you? That's funny. So <laughs> so, one, so one of their moms made, made them unban me. Nice. And then I kept saying, like, well, where's Minecraft, Steven? And they were like, who? And I said, Minecraft Steven. You know, Minecraft Steven, the, the, the famous character, Minecraft Steven. And they were like, Minecraft Steve? And I said, well, I just think it's kind of weird to call an adult Steve, don't you? Like, he's an adult man. Like, we should probably refer to him by his, like, proper name, Minecraft Steven. Then they banned me immediately <laughs> for calling him Minecraft Steven. <laughs> I looked over at one of their moms, and the mom just shook her head. And I was like, all right. Well, I'll be over here playing the brand new game, Super Mario Wonder. Granny bought it for 60 goddamn dollars. And then they were like, actually, can you not play that without us? We don't want you to collect the Wonder Seeds and get too far ahead. And I was like, well, then why don't we all collect Wonder Seeds? And they were like, we don't want to collect Wonder Seeds. We don't like this game. So they don't like the game, but they also don't like that you're playing the game. You gotta they bring- don't like my McNugget buddies. <laughs> you gotta bring your own toys. <laughs> yeah, go sit in the corner and play with your McNugget buddies. How about that? I feel so validated by my decision to wait for the last moment to buy them gifts. Go to 7-Eleven on the way there. See if there were any Roblox gift cards. <laughs> Find out there weren't any Roblox gift cards. And then just bring nothing. I'm so validated by my decision to give them absolutely nothing. I hate when people give me shit. I would rather get nothing in a lot of cases than things I've been given by my relatives, honestly. Like, I don't know. Does your family just give you garb? No, you're lucky because your family doesn't give you presents. Mine, like, every year, I I get, like, a boatload of garbage. (laughs) It's, like, stuff nobody needs, like, multiples of, like, salad tongs (laughs) and shit. All of it goes to Goodwill every year. Well, I mean, we do need more salad because I accidentally left. Because our stove now is one of those stoves where it's like the whole surface is hot. Yeah. So I melted one of the pairs of salad tongs we have if you've been looking for it. Cool. Which one? The red ones. Go buy a new one. You, 
let's use the ones you got for Christmas. <laughs> I don't know where they are. God damn it. Ranger, we haven't talked about the Philadelphia Eagles in a couple episodes. What are they doing? What are they up to? So last time we talked about the Eagles, we'd bet a huge, we'd bet all of the money in the world that they would beat the Kansas City Chiefs, which no one thought they would. No one thought they'd beat the Chiefs because the Chiefs are the team that Taylor Swift is on, but they beat the Chiefs and we made a ton of money. And they killed Taylor Swift? Yeah, and they killed TS. That's fucked up. Yeah. But I had this feeling, I was like, I think we used up all of our luck on this game. Really? Yeah, I, I don't know. I just had this feeling. So like the, the very next game, they were up against the Buffalo Bills. And I was like, I don't know. I'm pretty sure they could beat the Bills. I don't want any part of this. They barely beat the Bills. Ugh. In the past seven games, the Eagles have lost five of the past seven games no they were supposed to go the whole way according to that guy's dad well look that guy's dad is not wrong because we are not in the playoffs yet it's because we're still in the regular season okay but for people who are wondering what has been happening with the gambling which is probably only like three or four <laughs> like i know a lot of you hear this gambling and, you, you just, and your brain just shuts off and you hate this shit right believe me you've told us many times right you're just like sports ew don't like it but what I'm doing is I'm waiting for the very first playoff games for us to get back into betting. Because I feel like on the first playoff games, we might get like a whole new burst of luck or a burst of energy. They might put the quarterback on like some new drugs or something. I, I don't know. That, that, that's just my feelings on this. It resets in the playoff games? I, uh, the what? luck does? Yeah, I'm thinking because it's like, you know, it's like prom night. It's like it's the first game of the playoffs. Like you show up, you show out. What's the point of this season? Is it just to limit down who's in the playoffs? Now, unfortunately, that is the case for pretty much all major league sports. Fuck. Like, almost nothing is important until the playoffs. Like, I think basketball is, like, famously called the race to not be in 11th place. Because, like, there's, like, you have, like, 150 games and as long as you're not in dead last place, you make it to the playoffs. Oh, okay, good. So these games are just like, what, they're just showing off? <laughs> yeah, the games are just kind of like something to... Again, I really wish you wouldn't ruin sports. <laughs> but like, right, like you are pointing out that there's two people in that box that we're cutting in half. And like, there's a person with the legs and there's a person with like, yes, you don't spoil the magic. Regular, well, the regular season's great. Listen, and the preseason's even better. The money we won is real so far. <laughs> The, right? the so money we run is real. Now, look, I think if we win one playoffs game, I think that might be it. So You've said that so many times. But I think for real this time, this might be it. So, listeners. You heard it for real, quote, for real this time. Listeners, send me, start sending me the ability to pay you. Listeners, send me your Venmo. Send me your email address. Send me your PayPal. Send me your Cash App tag. And look, listeners, obviously, you know, you have to be a patron to, to get a piece of this money. So I guess I should be saying patrons. But although, you know, look, look, look you join the Patreon. I'm not going to look too deeply into it. Everyone right now is getting like a dollar. I don't really care that much. <laughs> send me the ability to send you part of your winnings. I want all that information now because if we win that playoffs game, everyone's getting Venmo a dollar or two. If we lose that playoffs game, it really doesn't matter. You have to Venmo us a dollar. <laughs> yeah, you got to Venmo us a dollar at Asteria. Yeah, for, uh, I don't know, entertaining you. The Patreon goes up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. That's it for the sports segment. That's it. That's it for the sports. 
Hey, Sirius, do you know that you can't do anything right or normal? Well, I mean, that that does seem to be a theme of this episode, but uh, what do you specifically mean? So something interesting that I've noticed is that uh, you can't order like normal listeners. Here's something funny about a Sirius is he thinks he has to game like the restaurant system. I fucking hate. Let's talk about why you asked for the check at like the worst possible time all the time when we go out to eat and why you fucking do it and why you think it makes you special or what what your fucking motivation is. I want to really get deep in your brain and find out what's causing this so I can eradicate it with a gun. Because, oh my God, it's a listener. Yesterday, me and Asterios went out to a restaurant and we, as we frequently do, we were like looking at the menu online we decide what we want to eat online and we sit down and this motherfucker is like before this bitch has even put the menus on the table this spastic friend over here is like oh no i know everything we want and also i want the check Okay, look, you're exaggerating a little bit. What the fuck is wrong with you? What the fuck is... No, I'm not. I I did not ask for the check in the first exchange with the waitress. Yes, you did. You wanted the check before you even got food. Okay, okay, listen. She, Rancho is exaggerating just a tiny bit, but I will say... She is 95% right. Fix it. She is right on the spirit of the law here. Okay, so, so look. Rancho and I... We do get very excited to go out to restaurants, so we read the menus in advance <laughs> because it's the only time that we eat like animals. Yeah, I love it. A, a lot of the rest of the time, we're eating salads and we're eating stir fries and we're trying not to die. And one of us is succeeding more than the other, but we're we're doing our best. But at a restaurant, it's like, okay, we're monsters. So a waitress will come by and I'll tell her like, oh, hey, uh, I'll save you some time here. We know everything we'd want. And then she'll go like, oh, uh, well, you know, I'm just kind of here to take your drink order right now. And I'll tell her, no, 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 I'll save you some time. I was like, we'll take two Diet Cokes. We'll take two waters, one with ice, one without. We'll take this as the appetizer and this is the appetizer. We'll take this and we'll take this as the main course. And we don't want any dessert. And I'm just trying to like limit the number of times that she has to come to the table. Because I hate when, like, they bring the drinks, and then you give a little of the order, and then bring the appetizer, give a little of the order. It's like, well, what if I just gave you all the information and wants to save you time and me time? Here's what you're communicating when you do that. Here's what you do. You come in and you sit down and you communicate, I've got places to be. I need special treatment and I need to be treated quickly, fast, 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 because I have stuff to do. I am rushing through the restaurant process because I have a place to be, which, okay, first of all, immediately makes your experience not fun for the person you're there with. I mean, it's like, hey, you want to go and eat as fast as humanly possible? and then leave for literally no fucking reason. Yeah, sounds great. Second of all, what you're telling to the waiter is you t- you communicate that to them so they're like, oh, okay, I better get my ass in fucking gear to get this dude to his doctor's appointment or whatever reason he's being so goddamn weird. He must have a reason. There's no- People don't just come in and act like this in public and then you sit on your ass forever, which would be fine 
if this person didn't bull rush through the entire process, put you ahead of everyone else in the fucking restaurant for no goddamn reason? Because what? Because you think you think you're helping them? You think, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, Asterios Kokonos, person who has never worked in a fucking restaurant or waited a goddamn table in his entire life, could not identify Barkeep's assistant if it fuck if he was smashed in the head with a bottle of it is going to improve on the restaurant experience right now with you who he cannot even differentiate is a hostess or a waiter now what's your fucking problem that last part does happen a lot because i'll start to give the order and the person will be like oh yeah i'm really only authorized to bring you water oh oh yeah oh you're telling me you don't know everything about this restaurant that you've never been in before huh that's weird. I thought you were going to improve on the ordering process. And you're telling me you don't know everything about the staff and the order process here? Tell me more. Okay, second off, second off, I believe it's called Barkeeper's Friend, not Barkeeper's Fuck Assistant. Fuck you. I believe it's called Barkeeper's Friend. I'll shove it up your ass and then we'll see what it's called. Okay, but, but third, you got to admit, making the waitress come to the table to get the appetizer order and the drink order, and bring the bread, and get the entree order, and get the dessert order. She's making five trips. I'm trying to, look, you might call it speed running. I'm calling it Kaizen. We're increasing the efficiency of the restaurant process. You think these people would, uh, you know, be a little bit more appreciative, but often they say like, oh, I don't have my pad. Right. It makes a lot of sense to do what you're doing, too, because everybody knows that after the only part that the waiter is required at your table for is taking the original order. You put the order into the computer and then that's it. it. It does materialize at your table, the food. So there's absolutely no reason why the waiter would have to come back to your table a second time if you do all this first. It's just weird that they bring the water. It's not like two of these steps are regularly combined with one another. Sometimes someone brings the water and then a whole different person brings the Diet Coke. <laughs> And it's like, why can't you just bring the water to the Diet Cokes at the same time? So I try to tell the person with the water everything I want to save them time so they can turn more tables and get more tips. Because I know, at least for me, they're going to get a great tip. You know what would save a lot more time? Is you just shut the fuck up and let the people that work here do their jobs. Look, look, I agree with you that what I do is confusing and off-putting. But I'm sure you agree with me that it also makes sense. I don't. I, I just explained to you using sarcasm multiple times why I think it's not a good idea or efficient All right, no, no, or no. helpful. Okay, now let's talk about paying. Okay. Okay. So, so they bring the entrees. We eat the entrees. They bring the check. Then they leave. Then they come back with, then they, uh, now there's a credit card in the thing. Then they leave. Then they come back and I sign the thing. And it's like, that's like four trips. So what I've done is I found a way to compress that to two trips. They bring the entrees. I immediately hand them my credit card. And they go like, you don't, you don't want to see the bill? I'm like, ah, I'm sure you're fine. I'm sure you're fine. And then they're always like very confused by the fact that I'm giving the credit card. And it's like, well, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to help you here. I'm trying to help you turn more tables, make more money, put yourself through college, put, put some food in your family's mouths. Look, it's like these waiters, they get in like a pattern, you know, and you're throwing off the pattern. You're being weird. You're throwing off like she's probably going to drop the food off at our table 
and then walk to the next table and take an order. But now instead of doing that, she's got to go run your credit card. Otherwise, she's just going to put it in the pocket of her apron and forget about it. They are so confused when I hand them the credit card that I will often immediately try to address it by saying I have a movie to go to and I don't. Right. And that communicates go now, bitch. Like, that's what that, that's it. Yeah, it's like, here, here's my credit card. I have a movie to get to. Like, get to going, bitch. Because if I'm late for this, guess who's getting no tip? You know, I'll say I have a doctor's appointment. One time I said I had a funeral. Funeral I, translates to chop, chop, whore. <laughs> I, now again, I agree with you that that is how I'm coming <laughs> off. That I'm coming off as a chop, chop, bitch. kind of. <laughs> but can you agree with me? That my way is saving them trips, trying to save them legwork. And really, I'm a friend of the the average, the the regular Joe, the oi polloi, the 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 mean mugger, the the sensible Susan. Like I'm friends, I'm the friend of the little guy. I think you should have your own restaurant where you and a staff of iPads are the only people that work there. Like, you could be in the kitchen and then robots and iPads. There's a sushi place near us that has like a robot that brings food to people from the kitchen. So that'll be your job. And you could play around with like efficiency all day. I think there should only be one or two tables in the restaurant. But Johnny, there is a restaurant that has a Johnny Five. And Johnny Five is typically deactivated, I assume, because like he killed a kid. I Johnny Five, like just exited the restaurant with a bunch of nigiri and then dumped it in the street. Like now, Johnny Five is more of a mascot of that restaurant. It took it outside and then immediately fell off the porch with like two hundred dollars worth of sushi. It's also possible that when they see me coming, they're like, "We have to deactivate this guy's going to confuse this server's logic circuits." <laughs> now listen, Rancho. I'm I'm meeting you more than halfway here. <laughs> I agree that what I'm doing, that the behaviors I'm engaging in are uncommon, that they are unexpected, that we over the course of centuries have sort of created like a social covenant with like how a restauranteering is working and that like someone Steve Jobsing their way here, like trying to like make things more efficient might be confusing to people. But can you agree <laughs> with me that at the center of all this is just a good guy trying to do a good thing. That's what they said about PewDiePie. What? You know, that's what they said about PewDiePie. That's what too. they said. What do you mean? Who said that about PewDiePie? And what oh, was he doing? Just a guy. Just a guy playing video games. Just playing video games. Wants to marry his hot Italian girlfriend. Then he said the N-word on that bridge. <laughs> are, you, are you saying that me handing someone a credit card... Three exchanges <laughs> early is equal to the PUBG bridge incident. It is. I don't think it is. It's I experienced the PUBG bridge incident every day. So for the new year, one of my resolutions has been to be fucking normal, to try to behave within society's expectations <laughs> at a restaurant. And just earlier today, we went out to an Italian restaurant. Why don't you tell the listeners about how, how I did? It was great. Asteris, you did such a good job not being weird. You you sat there patiently as the woman explained 
all of the food to us on the chalkboard, the special chalkboard. I know you were itching to cut her the fuck off and say that you already knew that you read the menu on the internet and you already knew what you wanted. I could see it in your eyes, but you did. You sat there and you waited. You listened to her talk about some squidding pasta that there was a 0% chance of either of us ordering. And for that, we thank you. You, yeah, you did just a great job, even though people were getting confused. And you even got complimented on how normal you were being the last time we were there. That's interesting. A guy came over and was like, recognized us. It was like, hey, how's it going? We were like, good. And he's like, yeah, you guys sat at that table over there last time, right? And we were like, yeah. And he says, oh, okay, you were very easy to work with. And I was like, damn, is the clientele from here all just fresh out of jail or something? Like, what? What is that supposed to mean? We're just normal. We're like, this is a restaurant, not a fucking uh, dive bar anyways. No, I mean, look, I think it was because I... And uh, we've said this before on the podcast that I overtip because <laughs> I feel like dealing with me is like a 20 to 25%. Like, I feel like it's a 25% thing, <laughs> like dealing with me. Like, you listeners, you may tip 15 or 20. I know that I need to give a little extra because I am a little extra. So so this lady is reading the specials and she's like, oh, and uh, the squidding pasta, well, we can make it, but uh, we're out of squidding. So it'll just be regular pasta and she's like and uh, we don't have the ribeye anymore and I, I the whole time i just want to be like i know everything we want i'm not interested in your special oh yeah i could see it i could see it in your eyes it was, you were itching did you see how i was like <laughs> nodding and smiling another thing i kept doing was taking big long drinks of water because i know if there's water in my mouth i can't interrupt this person Traditionally, when someone tries to explain the specials to me, I tell them, oh, you don't need to do that. I, I'm actually, I'm not interested in the specials. We know exactly what we want. I mean, you heard that, listeners, right? That sounded pretty friendly, right? That was good. That was good. Okay. Here's how it comes off. Hey, bitch, shut the fuck up with these fucking specials. <laughs> I want your mouth to be doing less of this and more of this. And for our podcast listeners out there, less of this is me quacking my hand like a duck or a hand puppet. More of this is me writing on an invisible notepad. Oh, I, I thought it was you jerking yourself off. I mean, a lot of what I do does come off like that. But <laughs> like, I, So I'm drinking water. I'm drinking coffee. Did you see me at one point stabbing myself in the leg? No, I did not. Was it that painful for you? I'm not kidding. Woman talk. I'm not kidding. I put my hand in my pocket and I used my fingernails. I started stabbing myself in the goddamn leg because I know new year, new stereos. I guess I can't dictate the pace at which the restaurant process occurs. So then we order the appetizer. And then the appetizer comes. And then we order the entree. And the entree comes. And then they bring the check. And Rancho said to me, you know, this would be a good time to ask for the check. I'm trying to be constructive and helpful. So what did you say? You, you can explain what you said. I said after they came over and we ate our food and our food was done. And I, I'm trying to be helpful hints. Like, you know, like the little thing in video games that pops up. I was like, hey, why don't you try asking for the check now? It's the end of the meal. Do you remember what I said, though? And you said, no, I can't do that. I haven't unlocked that dialogue option yet. She needs to offer me dessert first. That is exactly what I said. Because they always, they love to offer you dessert. These goddamn restaurants, like I don't know that they have dessert at these goddamn restaurants. 
So the lady comes over and she's like, would you like me to tell you about all of our desserts? I was like, yeah, sure. Tell me about them. Tell, tell, oh, we got a this, oh, tartufo that, oh, we got a cannoli. And then I have to go like, ah, you know, those sound pretty great, but I'm real full for the meal. Uh, I, 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 we'll just take the check. And, and now that- usually <laughs> I would be throwing my credit card at her, much like Gambit from the X-Men. So like, much like a ninja might throw a throwing star at someone. I had my credit card in my hand but I palmed it. She leaves. She brings back the little thing. I hand her the credit card. I didn't look at the bill. I just handed her the credit card, which to me says, I trust you. I trust that this bill is correct. I don't need to look at the bill. But I guess to a lot of other people might come off as, I don't have time for this and I don't have time for you. That comes off as, this better be right, Jenny. Otherwise, we're going to have a problem, and that problem is going to involve a phone call. Now. Is that what it comes off? <laughs> now this problem is going to involve a phone call instead of your manager removing something from the bill on the POS system. Now we have to get the credit card company involved, Jenny. So you better double check that bill before you run this, because I'm not even going to take 20 seconds to fucking look. Okay. TikTok, bitch. I have a doctor's appointment. Okay, okay. Okay, thank you. No, no, no. Thank you. This is constructive criticism and helpful feedback. Next time I will open the bill, I will look at the things on the bill, and then I will hand her the credit card. She will run the credit card. She will come back with the pen. I will add the tip. I will sign the thing. I will put the thing on the table. I will put the credit card in my pocket. Next time... We will do that. Did it feel good when you finally got to put the credit card in the like, did it feel like, like, you know, when you pop a pimple, it's like, oh, the pressure is finally gone. Like I finally fulfilled my last part. The last active step that I need to do here is done. I can leave whatever I want now. Did that feel good? I'm going to be honest with you. It all felt incredibly (laughs) inefficient. It felt like such a waste of goddamn time. It felt like it felt like I'm in a crazy world. It, it, it felt like like I'm in a prisoner of inefficiency and people making small talk and walking around for no good reason. These ladies are on their feet all day, okay? They're getting texts of this and they're getting that and someone's offering them coke in the kitchen and I'm just trying to turn this table. I'm the kind of guy... Who's trying to get this table turned? Don't you want to turn the table? This is such a fucking stressful experience for you. You should just stay home. I mean, I do like that. Here's <laughs> why do you, how do you ever Here's what go I love. Outside. Here's what I love. There's, there's, a new, there's new options. By new, I probably mean a, a year or two old. There's a thing where it's like, your DoorDash guy won't even knock on the door. They will leave the food <laughs> outside your door. They will take a photo of the food outside your door. They will text you the food. It is so nice to not have to talk to someone because when I talk to someone, I upset them. That is traditionally how being a Sheldon works, which is what Rancho called me. She was like, in the new year, we've got to make you less of a Sheldon at restaurants. Less Sheldon, more Leonard, please. Leonard does pretty well. He's fine. In a lot of aspects of my life, I'm a Leonard. In a lot of aspects of my life, I'm a Sheldon. The last thing I'm working on is trying to like sit and enjoy myself after the meal. (laughs) 
because usually what happens is like the moment I'm done eating like the last fork full of food, ideally the credit card is being run. (laughs) (laughs) Ideally the credit card was run 25 minutes ago. And then I can just, and the moment there is no more food to consume, I can exit the restaurant. But what I've been told by my, by my better half is that like, Part of going out to a restaurant is like getting dressed up and having a nice conversation, having a fun time. And so you want to like sit there after, sip on your coffee and enjoy your meal. Rancho, am I getting this right? Yeah, why do you want to run away as soon as it's over? Do you not like being there? I want, I'm trying to turn over this table. (laughs) Why are you so obsessed with turn? Who fucking cares if the table does not get turned? Like, okay, worst case scenario. They miss out on, all right, all right, let me, maybe this will help if I explain to you how tables are, uh, how it works. It, all right, so if you got two waiters, right, mm-hmm. you'll trade off. So every time somebody comes in, like waiter A will take him, and then the next failure that comes in, waiter B, and then if there's a third, and they'll see, they'll go in like circles. So <laughs> it really doesn't matter. Like if one person takes a little bit too long, and by a little bit too long, I mean the normal amount of time to eat a meal, <laughs> it doesn't really matter because like there's a lot of tables and they're sharing. I understand that... You know what you did was fucked up. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay, listen. I understand that there are multiple tables and that there are multiple waiters and waitresses. Like, I get it. In my mind, if I can get out of this table, you can get someone else in this table, you can get another tip. Dude, I'm trying to help the working man. It's kind of interesting. It's super interesting to me that you care so much about waiters and table turning, but you just smashed your way into a store after it was clearly fucking closed today, too. What do you say about that? Okay, How about those people working there that was clearly trying to close the fucking bakery and you were like, nah, Okay, okay. Let me in. Like that guy. Why is the Toronto shopping center closed? We want to shop. Okay, okay. Now there there, there was a coffee shop next to the restaurant. And the lady was she was giving me the like the we're closed hands. And I was like, I totally understand. Now in that one specific case, she then saw that I had a cane. Oh boy, it's always the fucking cane. And I think that. I think that confused things. So then all of a sudden that lady's like, let me talk to my manager and see if we can get you in. And I I was trying to leave at that point. You saw me. I was like, no, 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 it's okay. It's okay. And she was like, no, 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 it's okay. It's okay. And at that point, what am I supposed to do? This man limped the whole way here. Yeah. Arrived minutes after close. What did she think was happening? I don't know. And then when I looked at what time it was, the coffee shop had been closed for 25 minutes. Oh my God, really? Yeah, we- I'm not even, it was Holy not fuck. like we were there like one minute or two minutes. But it, the, the cane was the problem there. The cane was the issue. Yeah, Kane gets you special treatment. Yeah, it is. I'm going to be honest. Rancho, I might carry on this cane for the rest of my goddamn life. If I drop a sock, I can use the cane to grab the sock. I'm using this cane to switch off lights from across the room. I'm using this cane to, like, hit the snooze button on my alarm clock. I'm fucking Scrooge McDuck in the DuckTales NES game with this cane. This cane is like, it's like I've unlocked a new ability, like a grappling hook. It sucks that you couldn't get, like, a lifetime cane pass from the doctor or something to get a lifetime uh Handicap parking pass because man, they really said limited <laughs> on that thing. They had like a six month limit on it. They put the specific date it expires, like to the day, the day you're not handicapped. You're not allowed to call yourself handicapped 
anymore. But man, oh boy, listeners, if you never had a handicapped parking space, let me tell you, there's some luxuries in this world, like a off book phone number. And then there's luxuries like a handicapped parking pass. You could park. It's like basically like having your own section wherever you go. It is a whole new world, and I didn't realize how much I would love this handicapped parking pass. And I am considering changing the five to a nine with a Sharpie on this pass, because this pass expires in May. Oh, yeah. No, let's absolutely change it, because listeners, imagine this. Imagine this. You're at a parking lot. You're at, like, a concert or something. A parking lot with an absolutely fucking packed venue. A venue that is so packed, like, before you're even at the venue, you can see, like, it's lined up in your fucking man, and you're like, oh, my God. It's going to take so long for me to find a parking spot and I'm going to have to be away, which means I'm going to have to walk in the fucking cold and I'm paying for this too and then I'm going to miss the first song. And then you realize you have the handicapped fucking parking path and you can walk to the front of the line. And not only are there spots that are unoccupied, but they are the best spots and they're just for you. You handicapped fuck. You're handicapped forever. I love it. (laughs) It's like having a VIP pass to everything. Everyone is nicer to me. But I will say this. If there's another person who's differently abled, (laughs) can't walk, I will really overdo the cane. Have you noticed that? Yeah, you have to. You have to. Like, if you see somebody in a wheelchair, you have to be like, oh, my God, my leg. And I do it sometimes. I will sometimes pretend to be handicapped, too, when I'm alone and using the parking pass. (laughs) You will? Yeah, like, I'll be like, oh, my stomach surgery that I just had. Oh, my stitches. Oh, they took out my appendix. Right. Sometimes I'll like limp a little bit when I'm getting out of the car because I'm not supposed to be using it when you're not No, you are not supposed. I First off, I did not know that you were doing that until you just told me that. I would appreciate you respecting us in the differently abled community. No. But I make the Peter Griffin noise. I'm like... Oh, like every time I put the cane down, like I have to make a noise. I will pause as if I'm out of breath. Because the other day when we were in the grocery store, remember, we got that dirty look. Yeah, we did. We got a dirty look. And then all of a sudden I pull up the cane and I'm like waving it at the window and I'm like smiling like, no, no, no. You and me, friend, we're simpatico. We're on the same team, buddy. Well, we got a bad look because you didn't have the parking pass. <laughs> uh, well, okay, yeah. You didn't I have did. the handicap pass. You, we, look, we look like jackasses. We're just parked in a handicap. No, okay, no, we did look like. <laughs> it's I not like we're just jackasses the... that are parked in handicaps, but oh, no. that's not accurate. No, no, certainly not. And certainly there's no <laughs> one here who would uh, <laughs> use the fact that they have a wheelchair to help them in job interviews that's funny it's not like somebody here someone on this call before a zoom job interview takes their regular chair out wheels their wheelchair in and then make sure to put their webcam on a bunch of books so that there's a severe high angle shot so you can see one of us professor x style and it's not like one of us here Takes a blanket and puts it over our legs, FDR style. Why are you doing that? That's bad. That's going to hurt your chances. They're going to think you have like Joe disease and that you're going to be able to. They're going to think you have like Joe from Family Guy. (laughs) What's it called? Like you're paraplegic. And then you're going to be able to just take time off fucking whenever to get chemo. (laughs) Look, 
If they're going to leap to these conclusions, that's their fault, isn't it? That they're jumping to conclusions based on incorrect data? Now, sure, I could offer the fact that I have a broken leg and that I broke my leg because I was jumping between rocks like an idiot trying to impress my fiancé, who at the time was taking selfies and was not paying attention. But that would break HIPAA. And I can't do that. Don't you know how important HIPAA is? It just feels like pretending to be more disabled than you are is something that helps you when you're like at the grocery store or looking for a parking spot, but I don't think it would help you with a job interview. People don't want a wheelchair advertising guy going zoom, zoom, vroom, vroom, wheeling into the room and then giving pitches. Look, I've gone on job interviews and then after the whole room has applauded as if to say, great job, you can do it. You're one of us. And now look, I haven't gotten the job, but like everyone's, they're always so happy to see, a, we call ourselves cherries or cheros. They're so happy to see like a chero doing its best. The what? other thing I don't like, wait, I'm sorry, what were you going to say? It's like showing up to a job interview permanently pregnant. <laughs> like what? That's a, that's How would a, that be an asset? Actually not a terrible idea. Like, hey, I'm going to do mediocre work and cost a million dollars. Do you want me? The other thing. The other thing that I've noticed now that I have joined the disabled community, uh, the differently abled community, the handicapped symbol, when it's one way, I love it. And it's when it's the other way, I'm very offended. Would you like to explain? Yeah, okay, <laughs> listeners. So there's the handicapped symbol. You know, you know you're seeing a, a serious pull up the non-woke handicapped symbol. <laughs> pull up the non-empowered handicapped symbol. <laughs> Okay, so here on the left, we have the unwoke handicap. We have the before. You see how he's he's fat, he's lazy, he's sitting upright in his chair, he's unempowered, he is, he doesn't, he lets life happen to him. He's not in control of his destiny. He just, he allows things to pass him by. But here on the right, we have the woke uh, handicapped markings. We have, I apologize. I don't know why I'm laughing because this is very empowering. We have the handicapped guy going. This is what culture you're talking about. Please have some respect. And on the right, we have our new symbol, which empowers him by having him go fast. The wheelchair is going fast. He looks like he's speeding somewhere. Okay, l let me put it. Let me put it in a way that my culture would respect. On the left, we have a passive guy who's essentially waiting for death. Like on the left, there's a guy who's just like sitting, arms folded. You get the sense that he's in like in a burning house, and that the firemen are like, "Ah, you're too much trouble." And he's like, "You're right, I have too much trouble." On the right, we got a guy who's going zoom, zoom, vroom, vroom. A guy going 100 miles an hour in his super chair. This guy is like an active participant. He's ready to live life to the fullest. He's got places to go. He doesn't have time for the way you order at a regular <laughs> restaurant. He has a whole new way to order at a restaurant. Well, personally, I am anti-woke handicap symbol because, first of all, look at how fucking fat the new handicap symbol is. He's small. What are you talking about? They, woke. they made it woke. And like everything else they make woke, they made him short and obese <laughs> like look at the previous handicap trim long lean good to look at this new one bulky chunky his wheels even have to he needs like the durable tires <laughs> because his fat ass wears through them so often i guess we're just gonna have to agree 
to disagree. It also says reserved parking instead of handicapped. Yeah, I don't think we use that word anymore, but it's on a podcast. It's really the only way to describe the symbol. You don't know him as the reserved parking guy. (laughs) Yeah, when I see the old handicapped person, I I start saying the letter R and the letter E. But a lot of the letter E, if you know what I mean. I do. Yeah. I'll spare your ears. Yeah, I will also spare your ears. But when I see the zoom, zoom, vroom, vroom guy, then I start going as fast as I can with my walker cane. And by the way, three different members of my family have told me to knock off the nonsense with the walker. Rancho, would you like to explain what I was (laughs) doing before I was told by you, my mom, and my sister to stop <laughs> you do this stupid fucking thing where you like hop through gravel is that what you're talking about yeah well i don't know that i'd call it stupid <laughs> you do this stupid fucking thing where you like hop on one leg okay so serious broke one leg but the other one's cool but he's like let's go for two so instead of like using his walker in the intended way <laughs> where you like you know you put the walker down and then you kind of hop and then you put the walker down that's how you make progress his studio just like puts the equips the walker in his one hand and just hops and runs as fast as he can and then when he feels like he's gonna crash land he uses the walker to like cushion the stop I mean, look, that's one way to describe what I'm doing. and uh, uh, But here's how I would describe what I'm doing. I'm using the walker and my good leg as a pogo stick to pogo my way through rough terrain and to pogo my way across the street. Because the thing is, there's drunk drivers out there. They, they don't care if you got a walker or not. They're, they're, they're not looking for you. If I'm crossing the street, it's an emergency. I got to get across the street as fast as I can before one of these... Fucking maniac kills me. So yeah, I'm going clomp, clomp, stop, stop, hop, 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 hop across the street. And it scares you and my sister and my mom and my dad. <laughs> yeah, it's very scary to watch because it looks like you're run. It looks like you're just going to run into something and then fall over and break your other leg or re-break your current leg or both, maybe. What I'm doing is more dangerous, but... By getting across the street quicker, I'm actually reducing the overall danger window. Do I get credit for that? For my danger window reduction? No, I don't. I mean, I think people in cars, like you say you get special treatment for like having a cane. I think people in cars also have to give you double special treatment. Like they say, keep your eyes out for uh, bikers. Like if you hit somebody in a crosswalk, I assume that's a worse penalty. If you hit somebody with a walker, that's like not maybe not legally a worse penalty, but you definitely go to hell. Yeah, well, the, oh, that'll be so great to know that the, the person who murdered me will have been canceled. Oh yeah, that's that'll be very cold comfort in my cold dark grave. Don't you see the people on the phone? If there's one <laughs> thing you know about me. It's that I know that drivers don't pay attention and that they need to be scared into knowing that you're a human being. Yeah, this is quite a different reaction than your jumping on top of the cars reaction that you had previous to breaking your leg. Now, when I have two good legs, I have promised Rancher that I will stop trying to scold 2,000-pound metal machines (laughs) and the people that operate them because... What I'm trying to do, listeners, is every time I'm about to make a decision I would normally make, which, you know, my family, including Rancher, would call like a bad decision. I try to play the sound of my legs snapping in my head. 
Could you hear it? Could you hear like Are a crack noise? Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, that's fucked up. It was the loudest goddamn sound. It was how I knew I'd broken my leg because yeah. I heard my fucking leg break. I've heard that. I've heard people say that they can like literally hear their bones breaking when they. I've never broken a bone, and I'm like, oh my god, that would be like the scariest part. I think would be hearing that. It's so nice though to upgrade from a walker to a cane. You have no idea how nice it is to be able to carry one thing. For months and months, I couldn't carry anything. I'd have to be like, Rancher, can you bring me the uh, uh, sparkling water? Can you bring my phone into the room? My mom even like made a little kangaroo pouch for my Aww, walker. That's so cute. Of course it's cute. Don't you think I know I'm a very lucky boy? I really like that you brought up the family guy like the... <sighs> I really like that because I feel like that is the most millennial. I see kids making fun of millennials all the time on TikTok and they're always like, it's wine o'clock somewhere. And to me, that's not like millennial. To me, that's like ants. Like I remember joking about like my aunts saying stuff like that when I was uh, in college. But I feel like that is the true millennial. Like that is something only millennials do. Is that Peter Griffin like... When you stub your toe. I have, I had actually, I'd, and you know what, we'll, we'll close on this. I, I've, I've actually been saying to myself, I've been trying to figure out, and listeners, maybe you do this and you, and you let us know. You tweet at us, at Asterios, you email the loudest podcast at gmail.com. You, you leave a comment if you're watching this on YouTube. Question is, does your mom know who Peter Griffin is? Oh, that's a good one. That's I don't know if my mom knows who Peter Griffin is. So I see Peter Griffin's been added to Fortnite. <laughs> and I'm very excited that Peter Griffin's been added to Fortnite. I love that Peter Griffin's been added to Fortnite. So like I'm watching a, a, a commercial with my parents. And then it's like a commercial for Family Guy. And I'm like, oh, okay, guys, Peter Griffin got added to Fortnite. I don't know why I brought that up. I usually just say whatever comes into my head. Me regardless <laughs> if it's appropriate or interesting. And uh, my parents were like, who? And I was like, Peter Griffin, you know? He's like Homer Simpson. They were like, we know Homer Simpson. I was like, you guys don't know Peter Griffin? He's been around for almost 25 years. And so I go on Twitter. I'm like, does your mom know who Peter Griffin is? A lot of these people are telling me their mom don't know who Peter Griffin is. Wait, did you do a poll? I did, did a do- poll. What was the result? It was almost 50-50. Really? On this poll. And then, so then when my nieces and nephews are over... You know, they're watching Fortnite. And I'm like, hey, do you guys know that Peter Griffin's in Fortnite? And they're all like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, do your guys' moms know who Peter Griffin is? And they're all like, we don't want our moms to know that we know who Peter Griffin is because we're not allowed to know who Peter Griffin is. Right. None of them are allowed to watch Family Guy. I didn't know that either. There's this like a whole interesting world of Peter Griffin knowledge now that I'm trying to get into. I don't think my mom knows who family. I think my mom probably knew who Peter Griffin was when I was in like middle school because when Family Guy like first started, not first started airing, but when it was, it was popular when I was in middle school and my mom knew that it was like for grown ups. So no, not to let me, it was the one cartoon she knew not to let me watch. <laughs> I don't think she'd know, like if I said Peter Griffin today, I think she'd be able to recognize if I showed her a picture of Peter Griffin and said, what is this? She'd be like family guy. But I don't think she'd be able to recognize, like if I produced, I said, mom, Peter Griffin, I don't think she'd produce that from her brain. I completely agree with you. I think if you show your mom the baby from family guy, they'll know that's family guy. I think if you show them Peter Griffin, they'll know that's the family guy. But listeners, do us a favor. Walk right up to your mom. Pull out your phone right now. Text your mom. Give your mom a call and ask your mom, 
Do you know who Peter Griffin is? Then hang up. <laughs> when she asks you how, how your day is going, then hang up. Be like, no, it was just for this. I'm sorry. We just want to know. Does your mom know who Peter Griffin is, listeners? Does your mom know who Peter Griffin is? And do you know how much we appreciate you listening to the loudest podcast? Because we do. God damn it. We put out an episode of Dark Side Chills the other day. You can listen to over 170. There's way too many. There's literally like three full days worth of bonus content. You go to patreon.com slash stereos. If you're a member of our $15 club, then you get the video version of every episode. And you also get a sticker in the mail. We sent out the three holographic broken leg stickers Fuck yeah. right around Christmas. So hopefully you've gotten those by now. If you haven't, you bother us. Don't forget to send us your Venmo or your PayPal or whatever so you can get a cut of the money. Unless, of course, they lose during the playoffs, in which case you, you all lost money. And don't forget to walk right up to your mom. Your mom. The mom who raised you, brought, gave you life, brought you to this world. And you look your mom right in the eye. And you ask your mom, do you know who Peter Griffin is? <laughs> and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.